0: Hello everyone and welcome to the 14th episode of One Hot Pod, a romance novel comedy podcast that I host with my husband. I am Kelsey Hahn, a total and utter lover of romance novels.
1: And
2: I am your billowing book brother? Is that the one I decided (laughs) on? I think I had a better one. Oh, (laughs) Blumpkin.
1: google that one kids, plum, kids.
2: <laughs> safe search off
0: <laughs> uh yeah so every week we will dive into a new book a uh, new romance novel get get real deep and dirty into that boy um and we'll announce the next book for the next episode at the end of this episode um, and obviously, there are going to be spoilers during this episode because we go over the entire fucking plot of the book. <laughs> yeah. If you're <laughs> just joining now and this is
2: your first episode, congratulations.
0: Yeah. May- Skip it if you want to read this book. <laughs> this week, we have a very special guest. Uh, you may know her from the 1977. Season of Hollywood <laughs> Squares as the top right square oh with Chelsea Dorgan. Top square, baby! I can't believe we got her. I
3: know. I We've been reaching out days.
0: for thirty plus years. Yeah, <laughs> thirty plus. Nineteen seventy-seven <1977 laughs> <Don't years>. was <laughs> Don't my. Don't do the math. 40, 42 years ago. Wow! Um, wow! Welcome. You guys have been doing this podcast for 42 years. The
2: interest, you should have been known. You you would know her from the last episode in the background. Oh, <laughs>
3: I apologize to all the listeners for my loud voice in the background so of the is last your podcast ever. My first official podcast. I'm very excited to be here. Hell yeah! I'm not an utter lover of romance novels
0: like Kelsey, but I, I think I either. soon will be. Uh, so this week we're reading Pestilence by laura thalassa
2: is it thalassa
0: what do you think thalassa
2: i don't know i i always say her name is thalassa house
0: Stop. <laughs> the waffle house <laughs> laura the waffle
2: house
3: the lasso house <laughs> i was up. thinking more like the lasso raptor that is
2: also oh, better that's where
3: my that's mind went with way her name better. why did you put any thought in this? in <laughs> no doubt but <laughs> come on i don't know if that's fair uh, <laughs> that's very fair <laughs> it is a low bar um,
1: all right
3: well this book was interesting
0: yeah <laughs> While you're pulling up your Goodreads, that's all I wanted
3: to say. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So they came to Earth. Pestilence, war, famine, death. Four horsemen riding their screaming steeds, racing to the corners of the world. Four horsemen with the power to destroy all of humanity. They came to Earth, and they came to end us all. When pestilence comes for Sarah Burns' town, one thing is certain. Everyone she knows and loves is marked for death. Unless, of course, the angelic-looking horseman is stopped, which is exactly what Sarah has in mind when she shoots the unholy beast off his steed. Too bad no one told her pestilence can't be killed. Now the horseman, very much alive and very pissed off, has taken her prisoner, and he's eager to make her suffer. Only, the longer she's with him, the more uncertain she is about his true feelings towards her, and hers towards him. And now... Well, Sarah might still be able to save the world, but in order to do so, she'll have to sacrifice her heart in the process.
3: Oh boy.
0: Oh,
2: well, I mean that was the whole book. Yeah. So yeah. Next what? Week we got... well, all right, <laughs> see you guys next time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. That it. was
2: a very broad overview of the entire book. Yeah.
3: yeah. But like it took 400 pages for the book to say that. The
2: book was 400 pages?
3: Oh, I think so. Holy shit. H- I mean, Pat where does it bag. say that, Kyle? Do you have a like, quick uh, yeah, access to the was... pages? Yeah, it was
0: 383 pages. Right. Whoa. Basically 400 pages. Didn't seem pages. like that.
2: That's because, like... It
0: was a quick read. <clears throat> it <sure>. was. <laughs>
2: to get a little meta here, when I read this, sometimes it's like the, the the book and Kindle version is, like, end of chapter one, and then the beginning of chapter two is the same, like, page yeah. break. But sometimes it's like it jumps to, like, another page and you know when it does that you're in for like a really quick read. Yeah, oh, there yeah.
3: so there were 52 chapters in this book, but the chapters were like a page like and a that. half sometimes. So I, love I was that. like, woo, flying. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It my seemed millennial like it took brain. a long yeah. time like, to say what they needed to say. Keep looking in this at that book. percentage in the corner. <clears throat> <clears throat> I did like the like reading it on the Kindle. I don't normally <laughs> like to read real books in my hands, but Kindle's it was nice great. to be able to like, oh yeah, I crushed 75% of this book already. The yeah. percentage <laughs> is the real like, that's why i read it yeah yeah i like it <laughs> i will do it again yeah i also thought that the audiobook of this would have been interesting to hear yeah
2: i've never listened
0: to i've an audiobook. never listened to an audiobook. Well, an audiobook either you know
3: kevin listened to mr perfect in audiobook form and i hated the voice of the narrator <laughs> right. so much i
0: couldn't handle
3: it but, That's why uh, I'm in a like this one. I thought would be interesting to hear just all the dialogue that they have. Yeah, the two. Oh, of them. Should I
2: do that for the the yes! crossover episode of Hills Angels and L- Rough Riders? Should I <gasps> narrate it as an audiobook version? Oh my god,
3: write <laughs> it that and then amazing. do an audiobook version. Yeah. So Get it on Audible. Yeah. yeah, why not? God, <laughs> nobody would listen. be able to listen
2: my voice that long. Why else you could read it? Oh. <laughs> then it would be delightful.
0: Yes, Chelsea has a nice voice all right so i guess we'll start off
2: uh yeah break down our character
0: Sarah Burns, she's 21. Yeah, whoa. I was. And they
3: that, don't announce her age until like a little while into the book. So uh, in the beginning, they're like... I was under the impression she was like
0: 30. Yeah, you yeah. meet
3: this chick. She's a firefighter. She's a badass. She's like ready to conquer this horseman. And then you find out she's 21 Isn't years you know, old. Like, no, I think
2: they do b- relatively early announce that she's 21. But I was just like, no, I'm going to ignore that.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they
2: keep drilling it in, in, into you. And you're like, okay, she's 21. Fine.
0: But I guess in this, in this world that we're in, so it's probably like five years ago, the four horsemen made their appearance in the world. and Came down from the heavens. Yeah, and when they did, like all of the, like there were plane crashes everywhere, cars stopped working. Here, like, I have this
3: right here, yeah. which I thought was really weird. The horsemen rode to the four corners of the world, and in their wake, machines broke, fuses blew, the internet crashed, and computers died. Engines failed, and planes fell from the sky. Like everything that was electronic, basically just stopped working when yeah. the horsemen came to Earth. So,
2: is it is it in radius of a horseman that things start to break, or does instantly think, in this world, every, the I whole think world is in off the
3: this grid. situation? It was like all four of them came down to Earth, and all that shit died, and then like. The f- uh, three other horsemen like scattered and like you don't see of them for oh, like ten no, years. Oh, I figured it out now.
2: So they do have news. So you, you sometimes you can see you're like looking at a TV. And yeah, there's like a news and so there is technology. So it must well, be a radio. Some
3: people still have like some form yeah, some of like still television. Have like they have generators or whatever. Gotcha. It's like it's just like wonky weird shit that happens. Like some people lose all their power and some people are still fine. Yeah.
2: And then also the four horsemen. Only pestilence is the one awake. So the other three horsemen are, are asleep or yeah, it's, not activated. I mean,
0: so for five years
3: they were all gone. Yeah, and then all they, of a sudden they came down and like everything electronic died. But like nobody saw the horsemen for like five years. Yeah, none of them. Yeah, and all of a sudden it's like five years since the arrival of the horsemen. They call it the arrival. Yeah, and then it's like you know then pestilence. You know who comes. shows up? Year five yeah, of the he horsemen. Does come. He
0: does eventually (laughs) (laughs) it takes a while yeah but pestilence then comes down and he starts uh spreading the messianic plague or whatever yeah fever the messianic fever fever fever. yeah um so sarah is in her town in like canada yeah she's canadian right yeah
2: yeah of course
0: and eh? sarah burns hey hey uh So her whole family is already... um, They know the horseman's coming to their town and everyone's evacuated. But she's like with her firefighter friends. Yeah, she's a firefighter. Yeah. Well, my my assumption is that... So she's probably been a firefighter for, like, three years because she didn't go to college because yeah, right. they don't really do college now that the world's ending.
3: <laughs> yeah, totally. So it was like, okay, the world is fucked.
0: Might as well do something that's going to yes. help people. I think that was kind of her so attitude about it. she things. has seen some shit in the past three years. I, I guess I can buy that. But, um, yeah, so her and her... T- Two buddies. I think there's like a handful. There's a handful. There's, We're not really introduced yeah. to many of them. Like
3: no. Luke is the only Luke one I remember. Briggs, Felix, and like Felix is one of them. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. whole gang. The whole gang. Firefighter men and Sarah Burns, the 21 yeah. year old lady. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and they basically one of them is going to stay behind and try and murder pestilence when he comes
3: they decide yeah like they somebody's gonna s- basically they draw s- match. they draw matchsticks and whoever gets the burned one is the one that's gonna sacrifice himself basically and try to kill this pestilence yeah
0: so of course sarah draws the match and she's like whatever i'm gonna die eventually anyway and so everyone leaves her and then she starts wandering through um she goes out into the wilderness, yeah. basically, and like waits along this road
3: that she heard that he's traveling on. She like sets up a little camp in the bushes.
0: She's she, got her shot. She going. like says
3: goodbye to everybody she knows. She basically assumes like, well, I'm going to die out here doing this, but I'm going to save humanity. Yeah, like, that's what she thinks yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. So little does she know?
2: <laughs> There's 380
3: pages more
0: <laughs> of her story. Woo! <laughs> So she's, uh, you know, in the bushes waiting, and she sees him on his his horse. He comes with the first snow of the season. Yeah,
2: <laughs> how romantic.
3: <laughs> That's uh, just he arrives. There's no sex comes. yet. <laughs> um,
0: so he she aims her shotgun at him and shoots him, and then he's like not fully dead, but he's like groaning on the ground. Yeah. And I think she shoots the horse too, but then the horse escapes. Wait.
3: But there's like the entire time that she's like thinking about shooting this guy, she like has a lot of like doubts and regret and she's questioning herself yeah. like, why am I going to do
0: this? Like, right? Yeah. yeah like immediately a <clears throat> she's like having, even though this dude has killed thousands and well, thousands of That's yeah. because he,
2: okay, I bet the, the listeners are thinking, oh, Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse must be like its demon. I do a yeah, horse. No, no. He's <laughs> the but like a, person. A no.
3: I mean, <laughs> if you haven't Googled the cover of this book, yeah. just start there. There's Orlando like Bloom. a top, That's you my. Know.
2: He's just an Orlando Bloom type character. No. No. Yes, Orlando
3: but with Bloom's blonde kind of hair brownie. and a longer face. Yeah. No, Orlando Bloom. This Orlando guy. Broom. <laughs> he's, he's a broomstick.
2: A <laughs> Pestilence isn't like a beef. He's yeah. not beefy. Well, they
3: yeah, describe him as like a six-something foot tall, like pretty like buff man. Yeah. Like I wouldn't Beckham. say he's beefy, but like he's like Beckham. lean and strong is yeah. what I picture. Fine, David, Beckham. David Beckham with Orlando Broom's hair. <laughs> I think like also... Like legolas, with like mm-hmm. some godlike oh, okay. features, I, though you could say like legolas? scale it up a bit. What else is he? This guy is not well, a Turner, human being, though you yeah. know.
2: No, if you, you couldn't shoot him without having some sort of like internal monologue, unless yes. you're like a serial killer.
3: Well, there's a lot of internal monologue from Sarah in this book. <laughs> yeah, from
2: the Waffle House.
3: So then, here's what she says. Yeah, I'm utterly overwhelmed by him. The first horseman of of the apocalypse, pestilence, the conqueror. Utterly it's like when she first sees him. Yeah, she
2: says "utterly" in the <laughs> book. Yes,
0: literally. <laughs> Shout out! It's the Shout last out. sentence of the <laughs> second chapter. Yikes. Um. Yeah, so then Pestilence is groaning on the ground, like dying, and then she's like, Well, you're not dead yet. <laughs> so she goes over with some gasoline, pours Yikes. it all over him, and then lights him on fire. It went
2: from an internal mo- it- monologue of, Should I kill this person? Like, and I'm so I have light to light him on fire. Say,
3: like, the, the chapters in the beginning are longer, and it takes her, like, several pages of this discussion to, like, work up the courage to get over there, and, like, and actually, because when she shoots him and he doesn't die, she's like, Oh, fuck now i gotta go in there and do something else yes. that's what she gets out like this lighter fluid oh my gasoline God. or whatever
1: <laughs> Yikes.
3: literally lights the man on fire holy shit um he's still alive and you're gonna burn him while he breathes you a uh, firefighter and he's like he's begging oh, I didn't even her think about and that and yeah so she's like her. really torn because it's her job to save people and From she's fires. gonna like literally
0: light this man on fire
2: good good job
0: yeah the whole time he's begging her for mercy Right, he's like, don't um, fucking. Burn he can me. barely talk because his face is
3: like blown off from yeah. her gunshots. So he like is trying to say please, but it's like please, yeah. like it
0: doesn't even have all the letters. Yeah. Um. So then she's like, oh, the horse got away, but I'll take care of him tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna go sleep in my tent. Yeah. So yeah, she's like, I feel like a murderer. Blah
3: blah blah. She literally. I mean,
2: she is. Yeah, she just. <laughs> In in all intensive purposes, she's killed this
3: guy. Yeah, so she assumes that he's dead. She says, for better or worse, I did it. Pestilence is dead. Yeah. She goes back to her tent in the woods. End of the book. End of the book. No, end of of chapter
0: three. 4%. So then, all of a sudden in the morning, this um, burnt scab monster comes
3: she knows, she literally
0: says I wake to feel of a I wake to the feel of a hand at my
3: throat. Yeah. He literally like finds her in her tent and picks her up by the throat and is like choking her and that's
0: how she wakes up the next day. Oh my god, can you imagine? Yeah. Horrid. Scary. Imagine what he looked like. She thinks it's impossible. Here,
2: like a zombie.
3: Yeah, a monster looms over me. His face (laughs) pockmarked with bloody holes. His skin charred and twisted and missing in places.
2: Missing.
3: But then she talks about. Listen to this. I wouldn't recognize him except for the eyes. Angelic blue eyes. The shit they're always painting on ceilings of churches. She keeps commenting on how beautiful he is through the whole like this whole situation where she's like I gotta kill him but oh damn damn, he's sexy. (laughs) The name of the the
2: game here is like the internal like uh, friction between like this person's horrible because he's like a horseman of the apocalypse, but he's also pretty hot.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that's basically the conflict for 383 pages. So it's like the fucking like
2: Hitler or Donald Trump was hot.
3: Yeah, like incredibly <laughs> sexy.
2: Like, he is taking away rights from like most citizens, but,
0: but he's literally hot. murdering yeah. people. Yikes! Um, that I just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so then he's like, you're gonna pay for this, motherfucker. So he, like, straps her up, I mean, he, she you're has
2: like, to oh, move. yeah, gotta get the lube out.
0: Yeah. Gotta walk No, it the- no, doesn't strap.
2: <laughs> I know, but you, but from reading these books, you're like, I know where right. this is going. That's literally
3: what I was expecting. After the long, hard ride, I was like, oh, damn, he's about to make her a sex prisoner. Yeah. And then that's There's literally like the opposite of what happens. Raise your hand
2: if you thought there was going to be a threesome or foursome with other horsemen of the apocalypse.
3: After the last book that you guys read, I was like, all right,
0: ready for anything four of them is she was very take tame four, in them? Comparison. four holy shit
2: there's three more books to go oh yeah
0: yeah so he ties her up and makes her like walk behind his horse forever
3: yeah he basically is like you're gonna i'm taking you prisoner and you're gonna stay with me and She's like, You're not going to kill me? And he's like, No, I'm going to enjoy watching you suffer. Yeah. yeah, that's fuck that. He keeps saying how, like, he's like, I find what does he say? Suffering like, is for the living. Yeah. yeah. Is that is what he Suffering is for says the living. A hundred times e- this book. Yeah, there's time. a lot of repetition of the same phrases in this book. That's because he's a robot, man.
2: I have that note right here. <laughs> fourth, <laughs> fourth note. Is he a robot?
0: <laughs> you, have you guys seen well, Bones? Well, he's not a human. Have you seen I've Bones? Seen scattered no, I of bones. haven't. Well, Temperance Brennan is Bones in it and she's a robot person because she only knows like science and you know bones (laughs) (laughs) and she has terrible people skills and the whole time I was like oh my god he's Bones and this is for all those people out there that have seen Bones because you'll know what I'm talking about this is talking Bones with (laughs) (laughs) Bones throwing Bones throwing Bones
1: (laughs) (sighs)
2: <sighs> um, yeah so he like he just dragging her along and she she's like wanting to escape like constantly well
3: yeah so like she tries for a while to like keep up he literally like bounds her wrists and like ties a rope to his horse and starts walking his horse away and then eventually the horse is like galloping and she's like running. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. does this for a while and then just drags her. Eventually I think she's like so exhausted she just gives up and just, she's like being dragged behind the horse and he's like Oh, you're so fucking annoying human yeah. like why do I have to deal with you and, and you're like because he nothing will affect him like he doesn't die. No. The elements don't affect him he doesn't feel cold. He doesn't like, need to eat. That's an important note. He doesn't need to drink. I mean he He's not a human. He's, like, a god-like creature, yeah. so... And
2: also, like, the other mortal. the other main... Um, they're going basically around... They're in Canada, so they're going around, like, town to town, um, stopping at, people like, these towns, and wherever he is, like, the plague is spreading.
3: Yeah, that's his deal. So that's like, important. His goal is to spread the plague across the whole yeah. country, but he literally has to, like, ride
0: there, and then wherever he goes, the plague goes. Mm-hmm. Because he thinks that humans are just filthy, horrible people. Oh yeah, they and... do give a reasoning well, the... that like they, yeah, that they humans them... like
3: humans had a chance and they didn't. You know they took things too far and they were they too were greedy. they were on their Facebooks and, and Instagram you know, <laughs> too much. Took technology too far and that they weren't deserving of life anymore. Basically, is like what apparently what God decided. Yeah. <laughs> for the human race. Yeah, it's a religion. Ah, uh, you guys fucked up and you're all gonna die now
0: yeah. and nothing can save you except for it's Sarah. Like the...
2: The suffering is for the living (laughs) (laughs) so they come to a a village uh i guess my next note is that she takes a bath
3: well that's after a while i think because like
2: take notes for a while then (laughs) well
3: there's a lot of like torture like literally he like just he ends up like really treating her like shit in the beginning like it's pretty bad not like nothing sexual he's just like mean and rough and he's like he doesn't understand at first that, like, cold. she need- she feels the cold, and it's fucking winter in Canada, and, like, she needs food and water mm. and, like, warm clothing. And so, like, eventually he realizes, like, if he's going to just keep dragging her behind his horse, she's going to die, and he wants to make her suffer, not die. So he's like, well, I got to keep you alive. Mm-hmm. So he, like, takes her to some house, right? And they, like, get her a bath and some food and he some helps. clothes. Yeah. And whatever. The first
2: time she takes a bath, he, like, helps her take a bath
3: also again like he's not a human so he doesn't understand how awkward any of this is yeah. and like the whole time she's like what the fuck also is going it's on? it is
2: cold think i like i didn't know it was cold until like halfway through when i'm like because i knew what he looked like and he's wearing he's wearing like a some armor but it's like he's topless basically
3: yeah he's just he's wearing like a <laughs> some skin tight clothing and then like this golden like arm yeah. metal armor over. Yeah. and, like, and a crown Canada. he wears a golden crown on his head uh-huh. everywhere he goes that's a thing he's pretty
2: full of himself yeah oh yeah be
3: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would be too <laughs>
2: if I was like Orlando Broom. Oh, my God. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: well, oh, yeah, she names his horse. In her head. Which I
2: didn't know that she named it for a while. I missed the sentence where it says, oh, I named her this. Trixie Skills. Well, <laughs> Trixie Skills
1: with a Z.
3: Like, uh, uh, in the beginning, there's a lot of like... You know, she wants to run away, and he's like, no, you're staying with me, da-da-da. There's this, like, several chapters of all that back and forth, and then eventually they, like, start getting more used to each other, and she's like, all right, I guess this is my life now. I'm this fucking prisoner of this guy. But he does start
0: to be, like, a little less rough with her when he realized that she's, like, a fragile human being and can't handle all that shit. He starts trusting her a little more to, like, go to the bathroom alone and stuff, too. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah, in the beginning, like, the f- the first time he has her all tied up and, like, she's like, uh, I need to pee. <laughs> and he's like, you yourself, fine." When? Yeah, yeah, I think literally <laughs> he's like, well, you can pee your pants. And yeah. then she, like, begs him, like, please let me use the bathroom. And he finally lets her go to the bathroom and he just stands in there and stares at her and she's like, how about some privacy? Yeah. He's like, I'm making you suffer.
2: I just this is sidebar, but I just heard a story today that blew my mind that's somewhat related to this. Um it was like one of my coworkers was telling me that she used to work at Target as like a teenager and they had like a special interrogation room at Target for people that were shoplifting. And if they <laughs> caught you, they brought you to the shoplifting room or the interrogation room and you couldn't leave until the cop showed up and sometimes it was like four or five hours. What and if you had a pee you couldn't leave. So she was like, Yeah, some people were peeing like garbage cans in there. And that seems like some fucking, like, some peace or like war tree that we've signed that you can't do that. Fucked up shit. Yeah, like, what the fuck?
0: Um, Yikes. Wow.
2: This week's sponsor, Target.
0: (laughs) 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 That's not good. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, they just keep going along to all these towns and breaking into different people's houses and, um, sarah's really worried that the houses that they're going to aren't going to be abandoned um and some of them are not
2: yeah which is like really sad because all these people are dying so like and sarah has like basic like um ems skills where she can like help them so she's always wanting to like help them uh get better and... By the
3: way, this is a romance novel, and like, oh yeah, yeah. Where... There... To a romance podcast? <laughs> there hasn't been any romance yet. <laughs> not even a little I bit mean, of a I mean, what? <laughs> well, you know, where are we right now? Like,
2: we're like three Hills Angels in, or like three,
3: <laughs> 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 like we're like oh, five hundred pages. There in. is a time where, like, uh, in like s- chapter set sa- chapter nine, something happens. It's not even
2: building up. F- it's not even like building up. F- for, like, romance right now. It's, like, how...
3: It is like, from, it's like... It's just, like, just Sarah it? thinking he's hot. That's, like, like the so only... So the whole time, she all 21. she thinks is that, like, he's attractive, but always she's, like... Like... Why do I think he's attractive? He's a horrible monster. He's making me suffer. I'm his prisoner. This is he's wrong. Like, that's the what world. she's telling herself in the beginning. And like, oh my god, he's killing everybody well, yeah. I know.
2: That's called Stockholm syndrome.
3: Yeah, this is very much like a Stockholm syndrome, Beauty and the Beast type of story. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. No boner yet.
3: So there is one scene where you think something might happen, where like she has some bad wounds and he's like undressing her and she's like what the fuck is gonna happen right now and it's literally just so he can like bandage her up and fix her up he has no interest in her sexually her or anything he doesn't know anything about titties um, Zapper, he's but he, he's like I won't let you die <laughs> This is what she says. It's obviously a curse, you dumb bimbo. He ain't saving you to romance your ass. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a That's quote. That's her internal dialogue. That is oh, yeah. a quote. Oh, yeah. Because she's a 21-year-old. Yeah. That does come so, out. So, like, there's very much, like, the grammar and, like, speech yeah. of a 21-year-old girl. It's
2: like, yo, this this shit's lit, fam. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's obviously a that, curse, but... <laughs> you dumb bimbo. He ain't saving you to romance
0: your ass. That's what she, she says. She does say
2: bone a lot. Yeah. Did you notice that, Kelsey? Oh, like,
0: yeah. She
2: that reminded me of you.
0: <laughs> am I a 21-year-old? Well, you say bone a lot. Yeah.
2: Bonin'. Bonin. Which I, I don't think I've ever heard that before I met you, so. Seriously? I mean, I'm not a 21-year-old girl. <laughs> Neither am I. I don't think many <laughs> guys say boning. I
0: don't know. I we don't say fucking. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Raw dog. <laughs> Raw dog. <it>. Oh, God. Jill's <laughs> like, I gotta get out of here.
3: Yeah, so there's this part for sure where pestilence like she's passed out like sickly because they've been out in the cold and she gets wounded or something and she's like wait a second how do I have these bandages here when she wakes up she's really confused and it's like wait a second He's seen my boobs and my vagina. (laughs) She's like, "Ugh, why me?" That's what she says. Ugh, why me? Do you think he would? (laughs) When she realizes that he's seen her naked
0: because he took off her clothes so he could like tend to her wounds (laughs) and he saw her pissing. So that
2: doesn't make sense. So if you woke up in like a hospital, like. How did I get here? And mm-hmm. how did I guess? Hey, never mind.
0: Well,
3: this is a very <laughs> <my> different situation. <laughs> <different laughs> <different. laughs> if you
2: woke up in Canada and on the back of a horse, <laughs> and there's a, uh, a post-apocalyptic horseman, yeah, <laughs> riding.
3: Uh, oh my god! So yeah, can
2: I, can I can I do my impression of what pestilence? Please, like I yeah, for I can't the viewers wait. at home, and this is exactly the his dialogue. <laughs> Viewers, I'm just Listen, call, that's our fans. That's fan what name. they are. <laughs> You're all the, the viewers. viewers. Um, so it's like it's like. Ask me a question, Kelz.
0: Um, how tall are you, Pestilence?
2: There's always like thirty seconds of pause.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's thinking.
2: First, he has preface.
3: <laughs> Suffering is for the living. <laughs>
2: but
1: six four.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah she does mention that he has like a low deep voice yes no she really spends a lot of time just describing him like what he looks like what he sounds like what his eyes are saying in the way that they look
2: she's riding on a fucking horse with this guy for like (laughs) eight hours a day i'd be like very bored
3: (laughs) well yeah so eventually they get to the point where like he's not like making her suffer and like treating her as much like a prisoner and he starts to like care for her in a way and then all of a sudden she's not being like dragged behind the horse she's like sitting on the horse with him in the saddle but
2: she's still trying to she's still
3: like i gotta get the fuck (laughs) out of here in the beginning she's like this is not right no i think although all throughout
2: the book she tries to escape like i'm pretty sure deep into the book she's like trying to escape
3: oh yeah yeah Yeah. but then there gets to a point where there's like a a corner is turned and she's like oh i like this crazy Horseman,
0: yeah. See, yeah, I kept reading it as horseman the entire time. I was like, why does she keep calling him horseman? And I was like, oh, horseman. You know,
3: she's like my horseman. But in my head, I was like my horseman. I love my horseman. (laughs) I
0: love my horseman.
2: (laughs) So, so the voice is more like Will Arnett. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> i'm glad we're both fucking stupid no i literally Bojack told kevin man. that he
3: was like that's so funny <laughs> the whole time um,
0: can we get
2: into the food aspect of this book now
0: oh yeah the food aspect there's like, so many him chapters
2: eating? the first note i have is he eats pie for the first time and oh. It's like, uh. oh but
0: he's a fucking greedy bitch about it and the whole time <laughs> she's so angry because she's like i i man who doesn't need to eat, I am starving for days. I found a piece of stale pie. Why don't you try a pie? And he's like, mmm, so moist. And yeah, because
3: <laughs> he doesn't have to eat to survive, so like he typically doesn't, but she's like, oh, why don't you... Like, one time she finds some food in a an abandoned house, and she's like, oh, you should try this, and then like... He gets a taste for human food and he's curious, so yeah, he steals yeah. up all her pie. She there's like pictures? also coffee, yeah.
2: right? Like he drinks coffee. No, yeah. like She offers hot chocolate. Some hot chocolate. Oh and, then, and he doesn't I want it,
3: but he also tries. Like she turns him onto beer and other things that, Whiskey. like again, he doesn't need, oh, yeah, but like eventually he starts liking it after you know trying it and having it. Yeah, um, but then, he's always like, oh, and another thing that is important like in the whole beginning he's constantly calling her human oh yeah like her name is sarah but he refers to her as human for so long he's yeah. like you silly human and oh you're human food and drink
0: i don't need that yeah call it a latrine human <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> when she's like i need to go to the bathroom and he's like it's weird that you bathe and <laughs> shit oh. in the same
1: place
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs>
1: So, so after
2: that fun montage of like eating hot chocolate or drinking hot chocolate and eating pie, <laughs> mm-hmm. then if they go to a next town and there's a bunch of children there. And she's like, Holy shit, is this guy gonna fucking kill all these children? Oh, yeah. And then well, he fucking no, kills all the children. No, they,
0: they go to a house um, with a family and it's two kids and the parents. <gasps>
3: is that the first house that yeah. they go to? Yeah, so like, like the, a lot of like the houses, places but it's they the first stay one that's along the way that like. It's either like they're just, you know, stashed on the side of the road or they go find a house and it's abandoned. But they, of course, eventually get to a home that is inhabited by people and pestilence kicks in the door every single time. They like have (laughs) to point out that he dramatically kicks the fucking door in and walks in and he's like we're staying here now you will feed my human yeah. and let her bathe like and pet, give her a bed a yeah. that's how he talks about her he's like you will feed and clothe and bathe this human my prisoner something yeah. i don't know yeah, yeah.
2: but then dramatic. obviously because pestilence is around that like all those people start getting affected with the
3: the plague
2: the plague and then they bubble up
3: oh it's so disgusting i mean can we hashtag never horny like the majority of this book yeah. this is like pus yeah, boils from should... the plague are really like not sexy at is, all welcome. and there's a lot of discussion about that in this book yeah.
2: it's like welcome to one hot pot our uh, comedy romance podcast the, the, like, puss still boils podcast. So, the last book was 90 percent romance or i guess 90 percent sex bucking.
0: now it's 90 percent pus. <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> There's never a, me- a middle. Mostly ground. kissing, a little sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, well, I mean, is... out
3: of fifty-two chapters, I think they spent like four talking about sex in this whole book. Yeah,
2: and yeah. also we found this book because it's Goodreads number five um, oh. best romance novel of two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Can you believe Very it? Very
3: popular. Uh-huh. A lot of romance, but I don't
2: know. Is is uh, Stockholm syndrome not romance? Really.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like this slow build the whole time like slowly over time she's starting like she starts to wear on him and like she starts to get used to him and yeah. eventually they kind of break each other down and so is this like they a start metaphor? to learn to <laughs> like, like a... <laughs> each other no i don't know i'm not saying it's a metaphor or anything i'm just saying that's uh, how the book like... progresses like like i said they spend like 75 percent of it just talking about the relationship between them, she starts us as his prisoner, and then it sort of changes over time,
0: yeah, yeah. uh at the house with the family, uh, it's uh this husband who's like fucking pissed off the whole time, who's like, "Get the fuck out of my house, I do not want you here, and it's the first house with kids and everything. And Sarah's like, No, I don't want these fucking kids to die. Like this is so stressful. I and hate like this. wherever
3: they go, the people get the plague. So like after like the first day, like they're okay. The next day they start feeling like run down, tired, looking pretty exhausted. The third day they're like full boil. Yeah. Full, like, full just, boil. <laughs> <just> <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> this is disgusting. Covered with boils, like they're basically dead. Because... And then Mar- I don't know if we
2: touched on it, but like <clears throat> pestilence li- like literally means plague, right? Yeah. Like he is the like, horseman disease. that controls disease. Yeah. He can like take it away and give it.
3: Yeah. And so that's he why Sarah control doesn't have can how far reaching it. it is. So yeah, like sh- he basically spares her because he's making her suffer in other ways by being And he
1: made prisoner. sure none of her Suffering wounds got infected. <laughs>
3: right. He kept her wounds from getting infected. He had the ability to like let her wounds heal without getting infected. Yeah. Crazy.
0: <clears throat> fucking So he's wild. trying to just kill everybody on earth with the d- disease, basically. So Pestilence goes out while Sarah's, like, chilling in this house with these people who are dying. And, um, the, the husband dude comes into her room or something, right? And mm-hmm.
1: he
0: fucking takes her and brings her out into the woods, is gonna fucking kill her. <gasps> because... Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, really because tragic. he's like... She's like, this isn't going to do anything. He's still going to kill you guys. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, then you'll fucking be dead, too. And, you know, maybe he'll be a little sad. <laughs> and uh, so he's going to shoot her out in the woods. And then Pestilence comes over and um, he fucking murks that guy.
2: Yeah, his gun of, or his, his weapon of choice is a bow and arrow. Oh, yeah. If you're curious, yes. he's, he shoots people with bows. So he bow and arrows, and
0: arrows. this dude, like, right in the fucking face and the like heart.
2: fucking orlando broom mm.
0: yeah oh my god is, he's leg- <laughs> <laughs> <This> <laughs> like is a lamb like a
2: lamb <laughs> uh. <laughs> so then we go to vancouver yes In vancouver
0: <laughs> and there are just like people everywhere um, yeah
2: it's like a fucking city of course
3: <laughs>
0: Like, yeah, because they, like, recommend that you everybody
3: evacuate because they're kind of tracking his path, like, wherever he's going. They're trying yeah. to let, get the word out. And so, like, it's recommended people evacuate, but everywhere they go, it's yeah. like there's still people it's like, there.
2: It's like Santa Tracker, you know, that, that website where you can uh-huh. see where Santa's at? <laughs> yeah, like
3: that they have for ones. Ones. <laughs> <laughs> so He's in Vancouver now. The horseman
0: tracker. Yeah. Horseman. Horseman. <laughs> um, but when they get there uh there's a an ambush right
2: yeah because it's a fucking city and <laughs> i'm surprised it took so long like could you imagine like well
0: this is like the major city so all the uh i
2: guess it is canada they're like we don't have uh, we don't have any military set up for this <laughs>
3: <clears throat> wait so, side note we talked earlier about her naming the horse, but then we never really discussed it. We got sidetracked. We want to
2: unpack that that whole, that whole thing. <laughs> I
3: don't know. That's a lot. <laughs> <It's> a lot. <laughs> I mean, I love just it. really Tricks quick. And skills is the hero. Because I, mean, I just was scanning through the chapters and came across it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. She yeah. names him.
2: That's the... So there's always like... And the last book, Long Hard Ride, it was Gemma and Cash. This is just just Trixie Skills. Trixie (gasps) Skills is... the only...
3: (laughs) Because the horse is just horsing around. The horse is also, like, immortal and doesn't die. So the horse gets shot a bunch of times, and later they talk (laughs) about how the the girl watches the bullets, like, pop out of its skin and fall to the ground as it's, like, regenerating and, like, coming back to life. And, like, uh, the horse always comes back no matter what, and the, so Sarah decides she wants to name it, and she picks the name Trixie Skills.
2: Why? And Did she, she says to
3: him, like, I named your horse Trixie Skills, because, like, you know, he." she asks, like, does the horse have a name? And he's like, no, what's the point of names? I've secretly named the horse Trixie Skills. I'm pretty sure the steed is a male. Haven't checked because, unlike some people I know, respecting one's privacy is important.
2: A horse?
3: Oh, yeah! It's wearing clothes. I have this. I have his whole story figured out too. Trixie Skills, the noble steed, once lived a life of poverty and fear, turning tricks on the streets for carrots and grain. When Pestilence saved him, yeah. I did turning not tricks. remember that. Oh my god, that's I don't really want to funny. That. Pass. pass. So <laughs> that's pass. just that's just
0: a moment. <laughs>
2: Laura. Laura, no, no.
0: what happened? It seems like
3: she dwells on some things for so unnecessarily long. Like as I long said, it takes involve, like until uh, 80% of the book for any sex to happen. Yeah, I
2: was going to say, as long as there's no sex involved, <laughs> she dwells on it. Oh. It seems like, like, it seems for like real. she's shy. And
3: then like, yes, and then the sex scenes and chapters are like the shortest part of the book. It's like, yeah. and then that was it. And like, they don't elaborate. <laughs> it's like, yada, yada, yada. Like, right. they, she does that on the sex parts of the book.
2: So we want to go back to Vancouver yeah, and what sorry. happens in Vancouver? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: no, I'm the worst. that's the whole podcast. <laughs> we we uh, we never know what order uh. we're in. If you read this book, you'll be very confused.
3: <laughs> that's good. I mean, spoilers, but not too yeah. much. <laughs> it's
2: basically a synopsis with a bunch of laughter in between. Yeah.
1: Great.
2: So there's an ambush in Vancouver. Um, they get separated, and by them I mean Sarah and Pest. Yeah, um, that's biggest... old,
0: pesty, pesty. <laughs> I didn't want
2: to write pestilence so many times in my notes. So I just named him pest because he's a real it's pest. It's really, he's
3: really annoying pest. to me that so much of the book she does not come up with any other name. She continues to call him that's, that. Yeah. Oh, like,
2: don't spoil uh, what his name. is I'm not
3: going to spoil. We can come to the point where <laughs> sure. she they finally agree upon a real name for him.
0: But it's not till like ninety seven. percent It's literally the end of yeah. the book. Yeah. It's like so the second view- last viewers chapter. Viewers
2: cast your votes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a great game. Everybody,
3: uh, right, right now, now <laughs> lay out some names that you think would be appropriate. So, yeah, she calls them pestilence the whole book. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah it's pestilence.
2: Too bad. Vancouver is like a like a war zone. Like people are shooting. Like there's this random bullets flying everywhere. Oh, yeah. And random people, like people are killing people.
3: Yeah. Yes. Like people unintentionally are killing people that are yeah. on their same side basically like sarah goes to help somebody and realizes that the bullet didn't come from like it wasn't pestilence's arrow that yeah, killed them <laughs> it was a bullet from somebody else but like this guy was also trying to kill pestilence so
2: yeah so she's helping a bunch of people crazy um she's and then like pestilence is also being shot at a bunch so they're like no this is not a good town <laughs> So they ride. This is the scene where they ride on a horse over water to escape Vancouver. <laughs> oh
3: my god! The yeah, the horse
2: can like glide over water.
3: Yeah, yeah, it can literally Trixie walk on
2: water. Is killing
3: Trixie killing it. Trixie's skills <laughs> can run on water, people. <laughs> so they like decide. Like he comes back. She she's off the horse, like helping all these people and Horseman is like evading all these shooters. And all of a sudden, he comes back around and is, like, whipping, and all of a sudden he scoops her up and throws her on well, the horse. Well, first she's
0: running, like, f- yeah, she's she, trying to get away She from decides him. she's <laughs> going to
3: run the fuck away. She's like, oh, my God, if I sprint now, I might just be able to do it. She starts running, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's just darting yeah. right up behind her, and he scoops Scoots her up, her. and she's like, fuck, and yeah. she's just like, okay, I guess. And then they dip out to the water, and the horse is riding on water, and they, like, literally ride across the water, To try to get to an island, but she falls off the horse because she got injured and the horse is like galloping so fast on water and Mm -hmm. she's like tripping out because she's like looking at the water. She can't handle it. She falls in and she thinks like she's drowning. She's like, like oh i'm gonna drown and die basically like, thank god this yeah is over. <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden pestilence saves her pulls her up out of the water they're back galloping up on the horse <laughs> and they get across to an island and find somewhere to stay which
2: i, I it's hilarious that it's an island because in my mind i'm like okay now we're at pestilence like lost island like this is like the well, bachelor of, in like, paradise yeah, like, yeah.
3: <laughs> off of the coast of canada in the middle of winter
2: yeah so this is the scene. This is the area where they he gets drunk for the first time, um yeah. In this cabin,
3: Wait, they uh, find some whiskey or bourbon yeah. or something, right?
2: And he's like, "Why would I drink this? Suffering is for the living." And she's like, "Yeah, I drink it." And he's like, "Okay, I'll do it." And then they almost kiss. This is the this is like fucking two hundred pages in, and they almost kiss. So when they get to this island, she like find they find whiskey, and he's like, "Here, drink this whiskey." And he's like, "Okay," and then he gets drunk. And then he's like, they almost kiss, first like fucking sexual type thing of this entire romance book, mm-hmm. and then he explains to her the whole fucking idea, the idea of like what's going on, and then she's or he's like, "Uh, okay, oh, God Here sent go. us to be like fucking humanity screwed up, and I ended up sparing you because God intervened and was like, this person, you should show mercy to, right? And Sarah's like, what the fuck." and she just says a bunch of millennial shit like that's dope fam yeah or some i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes well because he has all these glowing tattoos on his body that oh yeah we talk like, about the fucking glowing tattoos in like uh tattoos. heaven language and yeah it's like some godly language that he's not allowed to speak among mortals and when he saw her tis, tis, and when he saw her tent <laughs> when he was like a burn monster uh there was shadows being cast on the tent which the, were, was the shape mercy. of the symbol
3: for mercy which is tattooed on his body yeah. among yeah. other symbols the, there's a pestilence this sounds
0: one. like a yeah. pickup
2: line from yeah. like some guy She's that's like, like <laughs> i can't tell you what my tattoo means because it's in god's She's language like, <laughs> like, what's
0: that one mean he was like that's my fucking name <laughs> She's like, oh okay, okay cool yeah what's
2: that tattoo in uh chinese symbols that's on your asshole
0: yeah
2: it's like um, that means that means name. uh sarah yeah.
3: oh okay so the this whole situation in vancouver that you're talking about at the house with the first time they kiss it doesn't just jump from like her being to a prisoner to like they're kissing it's like he, they've spent several times together where like one or the other has gotten injured and they kind of take care of each other to keep each other going And, like, she continues to, like, admire his attractiveness. Like, she always is commenting on his eyelashes. I just found this. He's got really nice eyelashes. They're thick and dark and long. (laughs) I'm not sure I've ever noticed anyone's eyelashes. Why am I noticing Pestilence's eyelashes?
2: (laughs) Because you've only seen one other human yeah. that has been rotting <laughs> in the past, like, five months. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'm a little horny because everybody else is rotting. This is, like, and before <laughs> they, they no kiss groom. for
3: the first <laughs> time. <laughs> she just is, like, really surprised at the fact that she's attracted to this man that's, like, treated her like absolute shit and taken her prisoner and made her suffer. But, like, over time mm. he's had to, like, take care of her a little bit to keep her alive, he keeps saying. He wants well, to like- keep her suffering, but he keeps keeping her alive.
2: It's like a Disney movie. There's always, like, a hidden back... Like, a hidden... Like, this is the lesson you're supposed to learn from this book. And the lesson of this book is, no matter how horrible you treat people, as long as you are you look like Orlando Broom, <laughs> you could hold them hostage and do horrible things to them, and it doesn't matter. So. yeah.
3: But he does, like, end up redeeming himself, like, in some ways. Yeah, I, he's you not know, the he, worst, <laughs> which is
2: really bad for these no! little, this podcast. Like, yeah, he held this chick hostage for, like, 400 pages, he but he's not h- the worst. But, h- guy like, you know, though.
3: like, <laughs> as it goes on, like, he does stop treating her less like shit, and he's still very controlling in some ways, but then he ends up being, like, almost nurturing in the end, like, their <laughs> relationship. So well, right, I'm not saying any of it is okay, it's very fucked up. No, I'm but, saying like, it's so
2: sad that all the other books we read, it's like... Like,
3: this guy's not so bad <laughs>
2: <laughs> the horseman of the apocalypse is better than blake shelton or whatever the fuck his name is yeah. <laughs> colby
3: yeah colby, but colby. <laughs> here's the part where they get drunk chapter 21 the first sentence i got pestilence shit-faced
2: <laughs> <laughs> now you know she's a 21 year
3: old uh, yeah and then she says, How many hell points did I just gain getting this guy drunk? Hell points?
2: Yeah, I didn't miss that. The
3: language in this book is so strange. Like, I get it that she's a 21 year old, but it just, something about it doesn't seem like it matches what I expect Sarah Burns' personality to be. Like, right. it, I'm reading it a lot as Laura oh, Theras You know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> This bitch? I just I got something. Okay,
2: I'm dumb, and I just realized why her last name is Burns. Sorry, guys. I'm catching up.
0: Cause she's oh a she's, firefighter. Firefighter. <laughs> she's a firefighter <laughs> yeah i mean that's kind of a little lame one but <laughs>
2: i would get those ones late
0: hey caramba uh yeah so they almost kiss and then they go on their merry way the next day wait so they don't kiss no, no. they almost oh
2: almost Here. have some kind of romance go brewing
0: listen to this
3: you gotta hear some of the lines from this book because we're just kind of blasting through some of these parts but there's really a lot of words Like there's <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of these words what I mean is like compared to the other book that you read how focused it was on the sex scenes and all the shit that they're saying all the vulgar shit that they're saying there's a lot of just like these weird romantic conversations between the two of them where they're talking about staring longingly into each other's eyes yeah. and stuff like that and it's like um Sarah's always talking about his eyes. Like she talks about how he's sitting on this chair, unaware of just how sexy my traitorous eyes find him. <laughs> his he gives me one of his piercing stares. Uh-oh. It's Uh-oh. always piercing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You know you want to pierce, that, And be then pierced. he,
3: sa- yeah, I and then he says, "I feel something when I look at <laughs> something. you." Something, <laughs> stirring. Other adjective. <laughs> I cannot figure out what that something is. He continues, and hear me, Sarah. It is driving me mad. Like this is the language of this pesty's first boner.
2: Pesty's first boner. And then she says, <laughs> and then Sarah
3: says, "Join the motherfucking club. We're taking yeah. applications." <laughs> like this. It's so weird because pestilence is like this godly creature like you said tyler like he doesn't know what human language really sounds like and then there's like sarah the 21 year old like vulgar (laughs) i don't know yeah like (laughs) just Uh, it's so strange the
2: there's a lot to unpack in this chapter because i also this is where they get into like this whole existential like discussion about like god and he's like he's like oh god is not a man or a woman and he knows no religion they're all wrong and right and they're all dumb and shit right yeah and he's like you, he's only human because that's easy for you guys to understand It's human yeah
3: he basically tells them like everything that anyone ever assumed of religion is wrong and like there is a real god that's this chapter I that's that we're what talking I about in.
2: i think that's my belief
0: and then that all religions are fucked
2: yeah they're not right and,
0: romanticized but not and
2: wrong. yeah like god is like
0: god's just fucking god that's what he's god
3: saying. is a woman Pestilence is basically at the end of this chapter, like, you're human. I'm I don't like your kind. I'm not supposed to like you. And then Sarah's like, but do you? And and there's a lot of there's a lot of this like internal dialogue that they have, this italicized text, don't ask the questions, Burns. Don't. And then she says, But do you? Like she doesn't ever listen to her own advice. She always does what she says she's not going to. And then He touches my lower lip with his thumb, rubbing it gently. God forgive me, I do. Like, that's just like the, you know, that's the extent of the sexiness. Yeah. He touches my lip with his thumb. because i kept thinking what you guys talk about in some of the other podcasts about like the language and like all the different words that they use and i was like oh we didn't have to count too hard in this one it was pretty basic (laughs) this
2: is actually the first book ever that doesn't use uh sex as vagina she doesn't say sex no yeah so disappointed she
3: literally just says vagina (laughs) they don't say any of the other words either i think it's very straightforward panties those are panties yeah and just lots of kisses and like lots of lips and eyes lots of like lips brushing against the skin you know that kind of shit (laughs) so
0: delicate (laughs) yes
3: very very delicate romance Mm -hmm. novel that is for sure
2: if your kids are around and you're reading this out loud you could read this book probably i don't know uh,
3: there's a lot of no. death, Hashtag death never is important for kids. so it's like, and i feel like a big chunk of the middle of this book was just like every other chapter there was like one where they got a little closer and then the next one would be all about the death and yeah. then like the next chapter they got a little closer and the next one would be more boils and plague you know like <laughs> so if
2: you're into was, that kink <laughs>
0: Was this is like, perfect for you. Fuck, what is happening?
2: <laughs> so they arrive in Seattle to meet Ruth and Rob, and it's the house that they take over. And Ruth and Rob are this old, uh, elderly couple that are kind of excited to see uh Pestilence and Sarah. Yeah. They're like pumped. They're like, oh, friends. You know you know like those old people that haven't hung out with people in a while and they're like,
3: Oh, you wouldn't play Skippo. No? <laughs> they like picked this house because they thought it looked like it was gonna be abandoned, and then they they banged on the door and this little lady sweet ruth arrives at the door and she's like oh hello like she's delighted to meet them at the door and it's the fucking horseman of the apocalypse <laughs> that everybody is deathly afraid yeah. of or trying to kill yeah. and she's like oh welcome to our home want some it's like so heartbreaking
0: and her husband's like, who's at the door? <laughs> and yes, she calls and says, oh,
3: come here, honey, we have visitors. And you'd think like like every other man in the book, the guy would come around the corner with a gun and be like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. And instead he's like, oh, come on in, make yourself comfortable. It's really sad. It's so
2: sad. Have, hashtag never horny. Yeah,
3: sure. that was like a big one.
2: Well, they say, with I mean, this is Seattle right now. So they're they're there and they're eating their apple pies and fig newtons whatever the old people are giving them.
0: And they both basically said they'd rather die of the plague than both lose their memories. Yeah, which by, like, is so dying sad. Of Alzheimer's.
2: Oh god, so sad. So
3: they Right. Sort of they like it, they basically arms. accepted their fate. They were kind of like, "We've lived a happy life together, and you know, if this is what it's going to be, at least we're together." That was their yeah their yeah. mantra. And Sarah's like, they were hey can, can you
2: not kill these people? Because they're so. Oh nice. my god, she like, like
3: begs and begs. No, I can't do that for Sorry. him to not kill these like kind sweet people they're like the first people that are like please come to our home please here's some tea like they oh and and not to mention that ruth and what is her husband's name rob ruth and rob literally sit up like all night talking with pestilence like just conversating with him like he's another normal human not like he's the horseman of the apocalypse killing the fucking world they're just chatting like they're old friends and like they introduce him to tea and like I don't know, whatever other food that they have that yeah. they're Think eating. Newtons. Newtons. I don't remember that. I just assume. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh yeah, they yeah, they talk a lot about God and like you know oh, there's a moment where Rob's like, haha, I was right. Like about <laughs> God being real or something. Like he's so happy. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: and then they're eventually like they're dying and they like Sarah's like hey we we should let them be alone to die because they want to like yeah Pestilence is like
3: standing in the room kind of like hovering because he just doesn't understand and oh what he says is like he's never seen two people that care so much for each other and are so in love like the most of what he's seen of of humankind has been awful and horrible and just war and death so he's like totally blown away by these two people and their love for each other Yeah, (sighs) that's like this a moment where his heart is like Oh, I have a heart, you know.
2: I guess that's why this is like a, r- a romance heart novel. Grows two
3: <laughs> sizes. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's not. Heart it's not an moment. erotic novel. I no,
3: guess. no, definitely not.
2: And that is the love. That's the romance of the book.
3: Robin Ruth.
2: Roof. Robin Ruth. Oh. Yeah, Roof. and
3: this chapter, he also is like pestilence is admitting to Sarah that like he thinks she's beautiful, but he doesn't understand because he's meant to hate her there's all this conflict between those two
2: well this is another hot tub scene not a hot tub but like they like jump into a, a bath like at robin roof they jump into a tub together like they're both naked in a, in a tub
3: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah there's a lot of like the what are the like popular underlines or whatever in this chapter from other people yeah i find you beautiful dear sarah so beautiful
2: oh this is so like um He starts, at this point, Pestilence, um, the whole time, the whole previously to this chapter, has been going into, has been riding with Sarah to go kill all these people, but now he feels kind of guilty, I think, because now he starts going into town without her, like, before she awakes.
3: Oh, yeah, so, like, Pestilence doesn't have to sleep, so when Sarah's sleeping at night, Pestilence gets on his horse and, like, rides ahead into the next town that they would be going to and, like, starts spreading the plague early, so that, like, Sarah doesn't have to continue to see it every time they go through, because it's, like agonizing to her to continue watching people die and she's literally like tending to them through to their last moments of life it's like so horrible and tragic again this is supposed to be a romance (laughs) novel (laughs) it
2: reminds me i mean i kind of like these kind of these kind of stories though where it's like i like a i love a journey story where it's like two people that are just like going on an adventure together oh
0: yeah it's it's definitely a journey when harry (laughs) met sally what they don't go on
2: an adventure together.
0: Yeah, they do. That's how they meet. Yeah, <laughs> they
2: don't go to like they don't leave Seattle or wherever the fuck they are.
0: Yeah, they go on a road trip.
2: Do they? I don't remember. That's that. how
0: the fucking movie starts. Like don't fact check me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I like those kind of books um this is a horrible book it's not like a horrible it's not a bad read no it's not like it's not like if you're going into this being like is this going to be a long hard ride or is this going to be a kiss of <laughs> ride, you're going to be very yeah, disappointed
3: it's no long hard ride Mm-mm.
2: you can put your pants on for these yeah for sure you
3: will keep your pants on for these <laughs> <laughs> Too many. unless boils. you're into pus uh <laughs> yeah. boil pus, pus <laughs>
0: and death by a thousand well then they kiss for the first time
2: oh they've already i mean we're past the kissing are Uh, we
3: sure yeah i don't think so here
0: it is my next time is
2: they have fucking sex
0: (laughs) Um, no no, that hasn't happened yet oh look at they start drinking in the kitchen while ruth and rob are dying
3: yeah it's literally (laughs) chapter 31
0: on an impulse Um, i swivel to him and brush a kiss against his lips yep pestilence's hands moved my waist and he reels me yes. in and what was meant to be a brief peck turns into a long languid kiss i have that highlighted it's yeah. the first time for
3: several seconds i give in and let myself be consumed by it but then somewhere along the way i remember myself yeah i break off the kiss as shame smolders low in my belly so i was talking about the shame in her belly yeah got a lot of shame in her stomach
0: <laughs> <laughs> So they have sex?
3: When do they have sex? Later. It's There's literally like seven chapters where like they kiss and then a bunch of shit happens and then they kiss and then it's like a long while more and then they finally.
2: I don't even remember their first sex scene. Do you remember like just without looking at your notes what happens?
3: I didn't take notes. I just read the book and or, highlighted some stuff.
2: Do you, without looking at your highlights, do you remember their first sex scene? No. I don't i'm guessing like she was sort
3: of i mean it's (laughs) i don't remember where they are or anything or what happens but no (laughs) she slips
2: on his penis
3: yep um okay so after they first kiss kelsey was just describing that Mm -hmm. um she breaks herself off and she's like we can't do this she's like pestilence i i can't do this here not when the couple is dying in the next room over and you're responsible i need to go tend to robin ruth that's literally the words oh. um and like pestilence is pained by this he's not like totally just like hard and just you know disheartened or anything he's kind of like oh fuck like he's questioning his decisions a little bit but he knows he has to do it he he continues to say, "Like I'm Pestilence, a con- conqueror. This is my purpose." Right. You know the old couple. She continues to like beg him about this old couple because up until the end, they are nothing but sweet to them. Like they're uh, they they treat Pestilence unlike any other of the humans do. And um, yeah, it's
2: it's more like, hey, people aren't so bad because the whole thing of his book is the horsemen are here because people are shit, and yeah. God is like so he explains i think he explains later that um that they this whole thing is going to go away if people if human humankind can redeem themselves and he's starting to see holy shit people aren't so bad because ruth and rob are here
3: yeah yeah but ruth then like has this conversation with um sarah in the end right before she dies and and basically is like you know kind of like i think you can change him like you know he's learning from you and you're showing him what mercy means and things like that so then sarah's kind of like oh hmm, i can
1: save (laughs) yeah and then she's
3: like maybe i can save the world and then she's like maybe i can change him you know because she's like totally questioned. like they just kissed and and she's like what? So do yeah. you think
2: she actually likes him, or if he is she just doing this to save like the world?
3: I mean, I think it, overall, right like here, I, well, I think At she does point. love
0: him, and she's using that as an excuse to not feel horrible about it. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, totally. There's
3: so many times where she's like, "God damn it, why do I feel this way?" But she's clearly attracted to him, yeah. and she's like, "Fuck, I shouldn't be." Like, he's killing people; it's horrible. That's why, like later on, when they're in that mansion. After like the major shit goes down, we'll get to this. But I'm just telling you this now.
0: <laughs> well, Ruth and Rob both fucking die, and then oh, it's oh, really no. sad. No. So then Sarah goes to take a bath, and then Pestilence come in, Comes in, and she's like, "Want to get in this fucking tub with me?" And then he takes off all his armor, and then um, <laughs> he gets in there and squeezes her foot, and then he raises his eyebrows, and then wait. He's- wait like he's like are you gonna regret this tomorrow and then um <laughs> and then go
2: back in time
0: <laughs> and then um well, s- wait, wait 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 can machine? we say by the way that sarah
3: invites him into the tub oh yeah
2: oh consent was given
3: yeah then he slowly strips off all his armor in front of her
1: Ooh,
2: strip-tees. i feel like we
3: should spend a little time on this because there's sexy. not a lot of stuff in this book that is like this right. you know
0: um well then he he touches her titties He's loving it, right? Also, he's
3: never had any, like, kind of physical relations with, like, any human being before. Like, he says in the book at different points in time, like, he's not a human. He's, you know, he's not made of the same things that a human is, but he can take a human form, basically. Yeah,
2: he's never been on Pornhub.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, never. Uh, So,
2: they're in a bathtub together, and what happens there?
0: A lot of... Titties. I don't think well. That's right. So so thing. like
3: pestilence doesn't really know what to do. And there's a point that I I guess I highlighted this. Sarah says to herself, "Gonna have to spearhead this." I take his hands, place them over my breasts, <laughs> and she's like, "You can touch me." Like he, she kind of has to like teach him what to do. He, he's like attracted to her, but he doesn't know what to do because he's never been virgin. with a human
0: woman. Totally. She Bless. also
3: says, oh, motherfuckery. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bless all the freaking saints. I nearly climax at the yes. feel of his hands as they knead my breasts. Never imagined they'd be this soft. <laughs> Look, Wait, uh... looking
3: at my breasts like he's a 13-year-old discovering his father's
0: skin mags oh, for no, the what first the fuck? time.
2: <laughs> Bad sentence,
0: Laura.
3: Uh, like yeah. Tyler stealing his mom's Victoria's Secret magazine.
2: Shut up, mom. And Sarah's
3: like... <laughs> Sarah's so like we shouldn't be doing thing. We shouldn't be doing I don't know this. Like that meant.
2: <laughs> it sounded like my mom was a Victoria's Secret model.
1: <laughs> Just want to clarify. No,
2: that I looked at Diana. Victoria's Secret models, and that's my baseline for women Porn. interaction as a child. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds healthy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, so they get really close to like doing something in this bathtub. Doing but something. It doesn't happen. <laughs> but if they're in a bathtub. She says <laughs> Yeah, no. They're they're like naked in the bathtub, but um she says he tugs on my hand and pulls me to him, but rather than continuing our little tryst, he simply holds me close. Aww. Somehow, despite what we were doing seconds ago, Ooh. the embrace <laughs> manages to be affectionate, <laughs> loving so Sarah's like thinking to herself well he has to do this thing kill all the people on earth but he understands that it's bad and that, and like understands that it's not a good thing Mm-mm. okay so it's really sad when Ruth and Rob die and um, Sarah's like begging pestilence please like stop doing this why are you doing this she doesn't understand and he's like enough you cannot help everyone and they leave, and, of course, they're, like, on the next road. They're headed to, like, Washington, Seattle, Tacoma, Olympia is, like, their plan. I thought it, I
2: thought Ruth and Rob were in Seattle.
3: I think they're, just, like, just before that. Oh, yeah,
2: Olympia. That's where they're at. If you're familiar with the area, they're in Olympia. North of Seattle.
3: Right, right, right. They're getting past that. And they're just, like, riding along and talking and... Um... They get to talking and he's like my favorite person is you i don't know why Uh, they're what they're talking about and she's like i'm the only person you know okay she's kind of sassy it's it at some points it's funny and at some points i'm like what what really
2: (laughs) well it's that Um, stockholm syndrome it's like yeah she's like conscious of her captivity and some point she's like uh this is the only guy i've seen in like two months
3: right and she like's totally taken with him at so many moments yeah. And then he's like I have met many people I assure you you haven't won the title by default. And then she's like in her head she's like Hate having a crush. She she's like admitting <laughs> she she's admitting she has a crush on Pestilence. Finally, after all this, still calling him Pestilence. Yeah, and she's like, this is way more than just some crush. There's no pretending otherwise. I like the way he talks, the way he thinks. I like his compliments. I like his consideration. I like his gallantry, his gentleness. I like him despite the fact that he's bringing about the end of the world, and that is immensely troubling.
0: Yeah, it I is. mean it is. Yeah,
2: totally. It's the
3: predicament of the entire book. Yeah. Do you
2: think you would You guys would uh, be? Do you think you would Just go around with pestilence Or do you think you would Just like kill yourself
3: I'd go around with them Yeah I mean Yeah or die Yeah I mean it seems like She doesn't fare that bad All yeah. around in this situation <laughs> yeah. You know He doesn't treat her That poorly for that long Cause he realizes like She's kind of like Frail and feeble And uh-huh. like he's gonna have to Spend too much time Taking care of her So he just like Instead takes care of her Initially And then like you know, then he becomes fond of her as just a human being. and
2: Yeah, I mean, like, if, if it was, like, gender-bent and I was, like, flipped and I was the captive and then, like, it was this, like, hot chick, I'd be like, okay it could be worse
3: <laughs> right it's either like I'm in go, control. go be with everybody else that's dying or stay with that's this person selfish, and stay though, alive
2: I think that's what you're supposed to do. Well,
3: well later on though she like has the option to leave and he's like well I'm not gonna kill you so mm-hmm. like he lets her go and she's just gonna have to live among all the dying people
2: um can we segue into when they have sex yeah that's my next fucking note and I don't remember how it happens or why um, I just have so Sarah yeah and Pestilence they, have they sex. spend
3: some time Time talking, like you know, saying all these things, getting, you know, talking about the idea of liking each other. Oh, the cabin we squat at is squat in is previously a bachelor pad, so they're at this bachelor pad and they find more alcohol. And then that's where they're talking about, he ends up saying, like, oh, my favorite person is you, I hate having a crush, da-da-da. A little bit later, he likes listening to Sarah recite poetry, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's like, yeah, yeah, she's like a
0: literature study. Chuck Chuck Tingle's in there. (laughs) Laura Thalassiraptor herself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Yeah, so they're, like, drinking and talking, and he admits to sarah you have awoken my heart Actually, there's know. just like they they talk so much i think that's why it's hard for yeah. us to get there because it's like there's just all these words and they share a lot of emotion in their words there's and too
2: many words in yeah the and and, and then
3: like tyler said he's like <laughs> and then they had sex finally because that's how much time they <laughs> I spend have literally talking no about other it. notes
2: than they have sex Shit. well one right- part
3: i have is like <laughs> The problem with armor, I've come to realize, is even that after all the fanfare of getting it <laughs> off, he still has clothes to deal with. Aww. And then the longer it takes to undress him, the greater an- the anticipation. Yeah. So
0: the part that actually gets him going is they talk about uh, him sparing her, and the mercy part happens yeah. now, mm-hmm. and that's what makes her horny. And so then she lifts her pelvis to let him take her pants off yeah, and then she gets naked. his fingers hook around her underwear and then uh he hooks an arm around one of my legs and lifts it up indecently, in-decently. <laughs> he glances down between us and even though i'm certain he simply intended to see how her anatomy lined up his gaze catches at my core and there it stays i reach between us and wrap my hand around it pulling a groan mm-hmm. from him Sarah, this is beyond words.
2: (laughs) I thought you were saying Buck Wild. This is
0: Buck Wild. Sarah,
1: this is Buck Wild.
2: Sarah, this is beyond
1: words.
0: (laughs) I love your voice. Well, that's like. So What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what he is. Yeah. Um, so they fuck, and then this is
3: like a. <laughs> this is like. I mean, it takes several pages. Still. does it?
2: They do several pages of fucking? Or no, like of the words? talk
3: leading up oh, to yeah. it. Oh, no, yeah. Like, ke- like what Kelsey <laughs> just, just like, said, like <laughs> the underwear part, and there were like four pages before that they were just still talking all this like tentativeness leading up to it. I just want everyone to understand, the listeners that it's have read this book how long and drawn out this shit is it just it's takes so fucking long and then finally can't believe he's inside me she says
2: can't believe it's not butter. Sarah
3: I am I am in you yes, <laughs> she, yes I am Sarah. I am in you am, a part of you I am in you she always says <laughs> I swallow <laughs> uh. oh and then she
0: says I don't know if I want to read this. (laughs) Do it. It's just like a lot of stuff.
2: Do a lot of stuff.
0: I bite back a moan as this thick girth slides in and out of me. Our bodies making slick sounds as they come together. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was it? So also, can can we just say,
3: this is the first time pestilence ever has sex with another human being or anyone because he's never done this before so he just lost his v-card to Sarah
2: and burn card notice oh this
0: is this is when i have my only highlight of the book which one it's the beginning of chapter 39 the
2: only highlight please
3: hang on
2: (laughs) give it to me
3: wait 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 do you want to talk a little more about the sex that finally happened i can talk about what
2: happens after but (laughs) if you have any more sex quotes
3: pestilence strokes deepen until he's slamming himself home his eyebrows hike up (laughs) staring at me in glorious shock as he's pulled towards his own climax Hmm. he's in shock Never
2: thought about that okay
3: (laughs) yep so they do it yeah and then he says he describes it as heavenly that was heavenly
2: (laughs) (laughs) and she's like that was dope
0: (laughs) okay yeah kels chapter 39 chapter 39 starts with (laughs) note to self pestilence doesn't do casual sex (laughs) quick flings clearly aren't a thing for him Though to be fair, sex in any of its forms really isn't a thing for him. At least not until I fucking corrupted him. I can't decide if that makes me feel particularly proud of myself or a bit despicable. I think if I'm being truthful, I'm feeling a bit of both. He's not going to be chill about it either. I can <laughs> already like, That's tell. That's the sentence I highlighted. He's not going to be chill, gonna chill about it either. Chill. I can already tell. And
3: then he's immediately clingy yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I love you. Love me
2: Sorry. forever." That was
3: probably really loud. He wants to
2: get married. <laughs>
3: No, why did you just say it so soon?
2: He no 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 right now right after the sex for the first time he wants oh, to yeah. get married. Oh, I thought you were saying to me. Why do I have to say it? So yes. soon?
3: I really like. I mean, that was a big moment for me. Like they Marriage? literally no 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 <laughs> yes, but no, they had sex and then like the next second he's like, "Gotta get married." Let's get married. He's yeah. like, "We I- you." All of me was in you. Sarah, <laughs> we were one. You gave we, yourself to me. We have to and get married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says, "Shit, Shit on, on a motherfucking, motherfucking stick." <laughs>
2: Sounds like a twenty-one-year-old me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fire, I know fire. I'm a decent lay, but I'm not that good. <laughs> That's what she says. <laughs> after shit on the motherfucking stick. And then she straight up is like, I don't want to marry you. And he's like, why ever not? (laughs) Why ever not? He doesn't understand the fact that she's a mortal woman and in her young age has already boned several men. And she has to admit that to him, like... I'm like this may be your first time, but it ain't mine. Yeah. it's basically so how it goes down. Mans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she literally says sorry to burst your bubble, but what we did last night wasn't lovemaking. That was fucking. If I ever felt yeah. it, but oh. then so, low key she's like, no. Let's but <laughs> yeah, but but to herself, she's like, but damn, that was hot, yeah, and let's it was, get it, it again. Was again.
2: when he said suffering is living. I almost <laughs> burst. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he, he just p- kept saying it
2: over <laughs> and over. His only dialogue, Bruce Wayne <laughs> is pestilence. Of
3: course, like mm. at this point, there has been no suffering for Sarah. Like he hasn't been like treating her like a prisoner. But obviously, they've no. he's this, there's been no like raping. Like this has all been consensual. They've come to like like each other. So it was a big change from the beginning where yeah. she literally was his prisoner, and now it's like. Like you said, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. She's like...
2: She's eating Haganos. He goes... He <laughs> gallops down to the grocery store and gets her, gets him her Haganos. Uh. <laughs> Not really.
3: Um. So yeah, Pestilence is like lovemaking. Have you ever done it with another... And she's like, oh, 20? Yes. Is that a large number? And then he's like, he gets mad. He's like, I will not share you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, says, yeah. it says he roars. Even if that means ch- <laughs> chaining you to me, I will not.
2: <laughs> Yikes, man.
3: He roars. He's not going to be chill about And she's like, idea. I will not marry your crazy ass. Like that's, they're arguing about getting married because he's like, you have to marry me now. And she's like, whoa, yeah. bro, like, we just had sex on Your the badge swallowed 65th day. <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> okay.
2: You know, this is like, uh, we are, like making fun of this, but you know, it's like fucking, what's it, Jim Bob Duggar or whatever, you know, that's what he's fucking doing.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Like the Duggar family. <laughs> 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 you know, this is happening in real life, you know? <laughs>
3: Holy <shit>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's
2: well, good. then she has like, I mean, this is the part where she's like, can I get pregnant?
3: Well, yeah, so he's like, I will not marry you today, but this discussion isn't over. And she's like, God <laughs> fucking damn it. And then, yeah, I think it's next. She's like, wait a second. Can I get pregnant from this god horse? I sure hope so. Like, yeah, she kind of questions that.
0: But
2: that's, that, that's the ending. That's the end game of this whole series. Is she's gonna get boned by each of the and four every horsemen. One of them. And this I will be a fucking assume, offspring that's I mean, gonna be like God.
0: Like she's gotta collect all of the different sperm <laughs> and then that's it a... makes one crazy God baby.
2: Are you telling me it's like a platformer where you yeah. come,
0: do you do oh, all you... the keys? <laughs> and then you unlock <laughs> the,
2: the final level. Yeah.
3: You must fuck all the horseman, and then you will finally beat the game.
2: Yes. Get that achievement. <laughs>
3: So the next chapter, of course, they just have sex. It's amazing, all these things. Literally it's like we traveled a kilometer and then pestilence gets shot up again. <laughs> by someone by shot my horseman. People. Yes, that's what she's got. <laughs> Someone shot my horseman. Oh god, someone shot him.
0: Yeah.
2: This is where this I'm, I mean we can get into it. I might cut this, but This is where your previous thing... Yes. Yeah, this is what then happens.
0: Yeah. So then the people...
2: She takes him... He takes her hostage. Oh!
3: Yeah, Yeah, this is where it gets rough, right?
2: But now we get into cult territory. Okay, so
3: this is fucked up. These people... So, like, they've gone to a bunch of towns and people have tried shooting him, but, like, they don't have strong enough weapons. They don't realize that he is immortal and that they can't kill him. So, like, they try a few feeble shots and, like, he gets away and he's able to regenerate himself, but... They finally get to this town, and these people are fucking ready. Like, I think they know that he's immortal, but they're still ready to just, like, fuck him up as much as they can. Oh, yeah. So, uh, like, seconds into this, like, situation, Sarah hears a gun blast, and then all of a sudden there's just blood everywhere. And she turns back, and, like, half of Pestilence's face is missing. Yeah. Like, there's, like, a hole where, like,
0: most of his mouth and half of his face was. And she's like, fuck, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Yeah. And all these people know kind of who she is and that Pestilence has had this prisoner with him. Now it's becoming popular in the news and the stories
3: that, like, this horseman is traveling with a female passenger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And everyone is speculating, like, what is up with her? Who is this chick? What is their
0: relationship? Da, da, da. So they save her and take her to, like, this church. And they're like, we got you. You know, he can't hurt you anymore. (laughs) And uh, so then she's sitting in there waiting for him. Or, like, wants to get out of there. And so then she, like, steals a gun and, like... (laughs) Starts pointing it at everyone. She's like, "Get the fuck out! Yeah. Get the fuck and, on the ground!" And, like, so they
3: just had sex, and then like somebody shot her horseman, and she's yeah. like, "This ain't okay. I gotta yeah. save my man." <laughs> now she's like, kind of thinking, like, "He's my man. Yeah, he's my horseman now." <laughs> and then she hears Trixie. Hashtag
2: my horseman.
3: <laughs> it Hashtag just my says, "My horseman." In the distance,
0: I hear a faint neigh. Trixie. <laughs> Trixie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she's like, "God, gotta get to him. Gotta mm-hmm. save him." yeah and so she yeah she she grabs a gun like kelsey said and and she like threatens all these people and gets up out of this church with her gun
0: yeah she counts to five and then she, she starts firing a shots. warning shot into the air <sighs> the people are like we're trying to help you and she's like i don't need your help yeah. you can help
3: me by getting the fuck out of my way
0: So then, um...
3: People clearly don't understand what's going on.
0: Yeah, so the townspeople are all gone, but she sees him in his, like, grave that they've made him. Um, and then she's, like, trying to pull him out and, um, save him. But, uh, he's super fucking heavy, because he's a a big boy. And, um, (laughs) then she plops him on Trixie, I think. Right? Um... I don't dare slow the horse until the town is far behind us. Wait. Yeah,
3: like, so they're burying him while she's in the church, and then she, like, steals a gun and gets out of the church. And goes out to find him, like, half buried and, like, shoos all the people away with a gun. And she manages to, like, dig him out of the ground, throw him over the
0: horse, and they ride yes. away on the horse and right? then she gets to a house and then she's, she's like, like fuck so i can't sorry. get out of into this house without pestilence and then he's just like up and he breaks into the house um
2: yeah and they fuck again yeah in this house well right so like
0: she she lets him like
3: you know revive blah 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 um she's like i'm so sorry for what they did to you and then, like, he's she's, like, taking care of him. This is before they fuck again. And he's like, does this mean you're going to marry me? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, no, I don't do pretty proposals, but I'm open to make up sex. And then that's when that
0: happens again. Mm-hmm. And then she says, I could marry him. Could. Yeah. Uh, Why is marriage always a thing in these? I don't know.
2: It's like, that's like, is that, like, the ultimate yeah, goal for all these Yeah, here's what she running? says.
3: Um, I'm only seeing his feelings for what they truly are. Love. I have bound this man to me. I've cultivated a very human appetite in him. And this is the result. Love.
2: Love. It's so like Jay-Z. It's is not a s- Jay-Z yeah. line. Love. <laughs> Love. Is that <laughs> like monsters? or something? Yeah. This is
3: the second time they have sex. <sighs> and she says this time it's pestilence that takes the lead. Before the next location that they are. um, Getting to... They're, like, just chatting amongst themselves, and he says, have you thought about the children? And she's like, I'm sorry? And he's like, children? And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, we've had unprotected sex twice. I may be new to these parts, but even I know the purpose of reproduction is to reproduce.
2: Yikes. So, like, he brings it up
3: to her that they've had sex and that they could... Get pregnant. And she's purpose. like, then she's like, can that even happen? Like, he's Hopefully. not a man. What happens? In, uh, and they so, don't ever really clarify that either. That's kind of one of those, like, unanswered questions until yeah. so maybe at the end they allude to it a little bit. Do they? We'll I get, guess we'll get we'll there.
2: We'll get there. <laughs> um, so, their next town they come to, unnamed town number 50, um they're greeted by these people that are, like, happy to see pestilence. Um, And it's like this fucking weird church organization that are like, oh, you're you're our savior, Pestilence. Here's some women that we brought you. (laughs) Fuck these women if you want. And he's like, I have no need for this. Suffering is for the living. Um, Yeah, so then they're they're also ambushed in this town as well. Um, Sarah is then super hurt this time. Like, she almost fucking dies. And then also uh, Pestilence is then captured and crucified in this town.
3: Oh my god, this is really, really brutal stuff.
2: Yeah, this is like the climax of the book.
3: Wait, wait, wait. So, I think first they get to those like Jesus people that mm, offer the, the women. Cult. Yeah, there, there's like a, this guy and he offers up a few women. Mm-hmm. I think they've seen Sarah riding with the horsemen on the news, and they're like, oh, maybe we can offer him some more women. And he's like, nah, you're fools. You're all going to die. And they leave that town, and they they all get the plague. And then the next town they're at is the one where it's really fucked up.
2: Ambushed, yeah. They're, like, ready for them. Yeah,
3: these people are, like, officially ready. They got plenty of weapons, plenty of people. And... They they really fuck pestilence up badly. They take him and they like tie him to a pole. They put all these like wood and logs around like the base of where he sits. Jesus Christ, yeah. And and then, like Tyler said, they literally start crucifying him. Like they bring out boards and nails and start like nailing his arms to this these this cross. And then they start pouring lighter fluid or on the wood or on the base of it. Like, I think that's after they they bring Sarah out and like pu- and like this guy makes her like run a few feet in front of him and then he kicks her down to the ground and he's like get up makes her walk a little ways kicks her down and then he's like get up so this guy's just being an asshole gets her to walk out a ways Shit. where she can clearly see pestilence She's and been then shot, the guy backs too, she? up no not yet shoots her in the fucking stomach with like whatever kind of gun sprays off multiple rounds so it's shotgun. like shotgun all these shotgun pellets in her stomach and she's just like shot you know, in like, the fucking stomach her sure. so she's laying on the ground bleeding out of her stomach with shotgun whatever shells in her And then they light up pestilence ablaze in this like crucifix fire, and she's laying on the ground watching him die again. Can we just major hashtag never horny? And there's so much like harsh shit in this book. It's I don't know, burnt
0: skin, yeah,
3: puss,
2: rough stuff.
3: So Sarah almost dies yeah. from that and you know she should pe- fucking pestilence die, let's be can't die, but
2: But you can feel pain, right?
3: Yeah, I it seems like he apparently can feel pain. Even in Sarah's weak ass state, she's questioning is Trixie alive and wants to know if the horse is okay. Yeah, the
2: horse is always alive. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's also <laughs> fucking immortal. <laughs> um so yeah, there's a lot of like Sarah almost dies. A lot of her, like, gripping the... You know, gripping onto life. Yeah. But
2: then she wakes up in a hospital.
3: Yeah. Just, like,
2: next scene, wakes up in a hospital.
3: And apparently pestilence carried her in there and there were some people obviously a lot of people dying of plague and then some people that were still trying to like tend to victims and take care of them Mm -hmm. and basically pestilence like forces a handful of doctors and nurses to like take care of sarah tend to her wounds like get out her bullets and shit bandage her up Then he kills him all. all. The fuck. Because he's so mad. Because like some of yeah, and like this is the guy that's supposed to be the hot hero, but he's really just horrible.
2: But he's still not the worst. Of no. all these books, like he he like is horrible, but that's like he's kind of learning to be better. Where all the other characters in all these books are just horrible, and they just remain horrible. Yeah, where he, he's kind of like okay.
3: He take you know, he starts out like the probably the worst he can be, and then he goes down from there to being a more C-plus. merciful well, and like more it, gentle, kinder, understanding person, isn't or it, whatever he is. Mm-hmm.
0: Before being. she wakes up in the hospital, she meets death. The Horseman. Yeah. God, oh my fuck, God. That's a moment. Yeah.
3: Thanatos. Um, what the fuck? Yes. This is really important because I'm this, for this is sleep. foreshadowing
0: for the next book. Yeah. I don't. know uh, Or for the fourth book. Go on. Yeah. It's while she. He. After. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Uh, w- okay. Hang okay. On. I gotta find this. Do you know where it is? With each passing second, the shadow deepens, its form sharpening until I can make out the dark shape of a disfigured man. Wait, not disfigured. I think as I take in the lumps at his back, winged. Thanatos, the fourth horseman. He stares down at me, and that's the first I realize that I'm lying on the ground, if you can call this insubstantial thing beneath my body ground. After a moment, the horseman reaches out a hand for me. Am I dead, I ask, ignoring his hand momentarily. I'm dead. That should bothers me, as should the frightening winged horseman in front of me, but for whatever odd reason, I don't mind the situation so much. Maybe it's this place. And then, um... I need to get back, I say as he pulls me to my feet. Pestilence needs me. Does he now? Death cocks his head, his black hair shifting, the waves framing his face like a funeral shroud. And then, um, what about you? Do you need him? Like air to breathe. Damn, she needs him. Um, And then he says, your body doesn't want you back, Sarah Burns. How does he know my name? Death's grip tightens and his wings begin to beat in earnest. Your body doesn't want you back. Yeah. There are other things that await you. I want to go back. I can't leave Pestilence. I won't. Um, I could stop this now, and yet I'm so very... Peaked. All right, so be it, and then... That's what Death says. Yeah. He's really interested
3: in the fact that, like, they've come to... This like, moment, love yeah. each other. He's like, "What this is like?" I this sh- isn't a thing. Yeah, <laughs> you should really be
0: dying right now. But I'm yeah. really curious why my brother likes you. So
3: yeah, you he's can like, "This is, is a mere mortal, and my brother Pestilence the Conqueror is yeah. fucking obsessed with you. So what is a, this? <laughs> how do you not?
0: That's a huge moment. <laughs> it though, really <laughs> is. And like the whole
3: chapter's in italics as well. Yeah. So or the whole like Maybe conversation my of them didn't
1: have
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember any of that." Yeah. That
3: was, like, a really important moment and major foreshadowing for the next book, I Huh.
2: Good to know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) basically, it sounds like, from what this scene says, that Death decides to let her live, and she falls back down to Earth, and she wakes up in her body, and she's, like, in real rough shape. So,
2: Death is just, like, watching this all happen, like... Fap, oh yeah, well, he's, he comes through the shadows
3: oh, no in the Valley of Death, and you know, grabs her up, and then she's like, "No, let me What's go back. Shadows in back." Uh, yeah. v- Is that right? Yeah, Gangster's Paradise. So. Can you get that <laughs> well, queued up? Yeah, play through. that now, and I'm gonna
2: play the weird Al version. You said oh, yeah. you
3: were gonna do that for Kevin's, and you didn't. So oh, I, I know. It was funnier. It was, it
0: was so much funnier for this. No <laughs> silence.
2: So the, the plague ends up uh, spreading, like, violently through the West Coast. Like, the entire West Coast of the United States is now...
0: Yeah, she discovers that he doesn't need to do it, like... He can do it remotely. Like, he doesn't need... <laughs> he can need... work from home Yeah, day. he doesn't need to fucking be in the town. Okay, so at this point, like,
3: they got through this really bad time and they go to, like, recover somewhere. But they're both in a really bad way after the hospital. So they go find this mansion to stay in that's abandoned. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for, like, weeks. And she thinks that, like, they're just going to stay there for a few days like they normally do and they end up, like, continuing to stay there and stay there and stay there. And she's like, what the heck is going on? She finally learns, like you guys just said, that he actually has the ability to spread the plague from further than initially thought to be true so like he can control this spread as much as he wants so all of a sudden he infects like a third of los the co- angeles third of the country yeah of the united states and she is pissed she's like fuck this this is, ain't okay like i can't keep doing this i can't love you and know that you're killing all these fucking people it's horrible
2: yeah it's kind of like he, he, did he think that like she wasn't gonna find out like like he's doing something naughty. And I he's just like, don't
3: think she, she cared. knew the whole time and he was like, This is my purpose and yeah. she's like, I hate you, but I I love you. You I'm know, horny like as fuck. Yeah, you're the only man that loves me and I'm
0: horny.
2: The the troubles <laughs> that we all get in for being horny is yeah, like, this the tagline to this podcast.
0: <laughs> so then she's gonna leave him, but then he locks her in a room for days yeah that's oh just yeah so
3: she's like fuck you i basically she's like fuck you i hate this like i can't handle this i want to leave and he decides he's just gonna like lock her in the mansion so he boards up the windows and like locks the door and locks her in her bedroom and he only for like a week to 10 days time he only sees her when he brings her food or lets her go to the bathroom
0: yeah and she has a tv
3: but she doesn't never let her it out on. she doesn't want to turn on the tv because she's too worried to see like the toll that things are taking on the country so then i thought it was
2: because it was um the only thing that was playing was uh the new season of shameless yeah because that they fucking destroyed that show did they yeah and she (laughs) did not want to turn on the tv because she really liked the first like nine seasons of shameless (laughs) that's not what happened somebody sounds upset (laughs) about shameless
0: (laughs) Um, yeah, so then finally he comes in and he's like, all right, you can leave if you want, but, um. You can
2: leave if you want to. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is crazy. He's finally like, you can go. Yeah, but, um, just so you know, I'm not gonna let the plague, uh, affect you, and so everyone's gonna die around you, and then. Yeah, he says, so be it.
2: So be it. Because
0: so, she's like, I can't take this bro. anymore. Got to, S- I gotta go. So she spends, like, months getting back to her whistling or whatever the fuck it's called. Kay. Whistler. Whistler. Whistler
2: Canada? Yeah. Where
0: her family is. This
2: is, like, the so, fucking most fucked up part like of the book. This is, like, a crazy
3: moment. Because, like, they're very much in love with each other at the point where she leaves. Like, oh, she's, yeah. she's not just like, fuck this guy, I'm out of here. She's like broken heart leaving him because she can't handle the fact that he's killing the world so it's pretty (laughs) it's like pretty traumatic i think it's not just as much as like oh she's gotta go it's like there's some weight behind that decision oh yeah um
2: so she gets back at her hometown and like after a long time a long time it's It's, like she
3: travels alone on her own like from wherever the fuck they are and like she's not at all paying attention to the news she doesn't want to know what's going on she's so afraid of like all the harm that's being caused she can't even think about it.
2: No, the entirety of Wild with Reese Witherspoon's takes place yeah. during this chapter. Oh my
0: god! And and yeah, <laughs> she, she stops she at an hikes in, the PCT. She stops at an outpost, essentially <laughs> near the Canadian border. And then um, the guy who owns the place is like, the horseman's gone. Yeah. Like, no one's like, fucking seen him. Plague forever. is done. Yeah. And she's like, what? I
3: yeah. She can't know, there believe There haven't been it. any new sightings of him. She's what like, the fuck? surprised to see this man being like a jolly old man running his
0: shop like the old days. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And then everyone who was sick is fine now. Yeah. And she's so, like, like
3: what?
2: <laughs> but not the ones that were dead. No, not
0: the <clears throat> dead ones, but everyone who sick was ones. infected. Like, pestilence retracted the pl-
3: his plague. Yeah. I don't know how but he yeah. did. That's what she says. So she learns that like after this several months that she's been traveling alone, she left him cuz she was pissed. Turns out She had enough of an impact on him that he changed his mind and he decided
0: to end the plague. The only thing besides his love that I ever wanted, he gave it to me. Had I turned on the fucking TV, I would have seen this. Pestilence stopped the plague and I still left him. Yeah, it's like the most depressing moment for her. Yeah.
2: Well, but then this thing gets brushed over when she returns home to her father and then learns her, like most of her firefighting squad is fucking dead.
3: Yeah. Well, it sounded like Maybe a few were, but like it was a she, few. It, to <laughs> me, I, to me, it sounded like most of them were still there. But a few, yeah, there yeah. were or true like two friends. Two were like, oh shit, they didn't make it. Yeah. And it was Yeah, which is moment. still,
2: yeah, like so. If you were dating this guy and like you dated him for a while, and he, and out he a fucking killed kill. your uh, your friends, <laughs>
3: two of your
0: best friends, <laughs> yeah. coworkers, and yeah. like,
2: spared the rest of the. And like, oh, thank God, he spared all those people And except for like my my close friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes.
3: So
0: then um, she...
3: I don't know. I don't think it was a situation where he's like, I'm sparing you, but not you, you yeah, know? But it was still, just I could never be with someone that I knew had killed
2: my friend. Right.
0: <laughs> it's a very fucked up situation. Uh <laughs> yeah so then she moves back into her apartment and then one night she's like oh my god she finds her
3: parents like
0: that's a big moment she thought maybe her family was
3: dead she gets all the way back to her hometown she finds her parents they're still alive they managed to like survive in the wilderness and evacuated their town to escape the plague like they didn't get affected a bunch of her coworkers, like that was kind of a big deal that all those people survived despite all the things
2: or their decoys
3: Oh, yeah. That's the manifestation. Up. <laughs> War yeah. is coming. About that, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she you know she finds her family. She starts to kind of settle back into her own life in her old apartment, and it's weird, and she's lonely.
0: But then one night she's hanging out, and then someone knocks on her door. She decides she's going to have a glass of wine, yeah, relax. So then she's like, "Should knock, I knock, knock? Who is it? I can only answer the." The door, either holding a gun or <laughs> <laughs> holding her a glass of, of, wine. of wine. Wait, can I say
3: one thing about where she's at when she's getting ready to read this? Mm-hmm. Um, now, glass of homebrewed and very sus- suspect wine in hand, I reread a much-loved book of mine pre-pestilence. I might have flipped through my collection of Shakespeare or Lord Byron hardcore lit bitch right here oh hardcore that's what i want to say she said she called herself hardcore lit bitch right here like she's so into literature no
2: yikes
3: i don't know it's just some of the language in this book was really it seems like
2: laura's just like patting herself on the back for knowing poe
3: yeah i mean you're not a poet laura no offense
2: (laughs) you're no sandra hill let's be real
0: so then she Lama, opens but. the door and who could it be knock,
1: knock,
2: knock.
0: Um, sarah wait what yeah. How- it's wait, sam what? the jerk where's pestilence's voice <laughs> tyler
2: oh yeah i'll i'll, I'll act the scene he out. he
3: just says sarah when she opens the door <laughs> sarah <laughs> sarah no and then you say <laughs> oh pestilence
0: pestilence
3: that's how Sarah yeah. sounds. That's her answer. Isn't it?
2: I am no longer horny. I no longer desire. No, he
3: he says I, I am pestilence, pestilence no, no longer.
2: longer. I don't have the ebook in front of me. It's So unbearably.
3: <laughs> just hard. say I am pestilence. No I longer. am pestilence. No longer. No longer. They said you just disappeared.
2: Wait, you have Sarah's Why are voice? You
3: doing yeah. Sarah's voice? <laughs> like, Why is she a, a serpent woman? It's so creepy. <laughs> it would be
2: like, uh,
3: hi, hi, good guy. Literally, she was like, pestilence? Like, pestilence? He just disappeared. No. I am pestilence no longer, he says. Yeah, they said he just, just like, disappeared. And she's like, can't believe that he's standing there.
2: He's in flannel and jeans, by
3: yes! the way. Yes! <laughs> he, so he's totally abandoned his armor, his crown. His crown is like this weird thing. It's like this gold crown that's always on his head throughout the book. And finally... What an ego. What an finally, ego. he comes back in the end and he doesn't have his crown. He let go of it. You'll find out why in a second! Um, she couldn't believe it after all this time that he was even still around. She... But he followed her the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. just stuck in her the whole time. Yeah, so so what you find out, she says, how did you find me? And, she sa- and he said, I never left you. Yikes. And he said, I wasn't just going to let you slip out of my life that easily. Um, and he basically was like, I didn't trust how weak you were. You were still recovering. I couldn't just let you go. And she was like, so you followed me? And he was like, Yes. <laughs> um you stopped the play yeah why
0: because love brings out the best in you which
3: is something sarah said to him so basically he learned from all the things that sarah told him and taught him he decided to change his mind yeah saved all the fucking people on earth
2: except for luke
3: um so yeah he basically was like i never should have let you go but he's back now And then they fuck again. Um,
2: then he like gives her a ring Well,
3: right, right, right. So
2: (laughs) He gives her a ring. Wait, this is where the
3: name this is where the name happens. Oh
2: yeah. Which is very important. He gives her the ring, but she's like no, I won't marry you until you have a real name.
0: Yeah, she's like, I'm not going to call you Am I'm not going to call man. you pestilence. Yeah.
2: That's just... Which is the only right. game she's ever known for him, so I feel like I would just roll with it. The I'd thing like, that I don't understand is,
3: like, before he was always like, this is my purpose to kill everyone on Earth. And when he comes back to her now, he's like, I've served my purpose. So, like... He basically decided his purpose was not gonna be to kill everybody. Maybe humanity redeemed themselves because Sarah showed him like what love is, or something.
2: Yeah, he got fucked, and he's like, "My purpose is fulfilled. I got laid."
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So he's like, "Share your life with me." Da da da. She's like, "Well, I'm gonna die someday. Like, you're an immortal man."
2: why is that an issue for people in these like i don't know these and he's,
3: and, he's and pestilence is like oh, i don't really care i just want to spend all the minutes i can with yeah. you
0: marry me sarah please yes and then she's like i'm gonna marry a horseman from the apocalypse what? wait wait are you having doubts no, but I can't call you something other than Pestilence. Or I want to call you something other than Pestilence. Yeah, she, He's like, you mean like Trixie? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> you mean you like Trixie? No! And herself?
3: I was <laughs> laughing so hard at that about the whole Trixie conversation. Sorry.
1: <laughs>
2: it's a long book.
3: It it's is. Just to get to this point.
2: And then this, the whole book comes to a head. And this is the punchline <laughs> of the entire book, right? <laughs> Tell me, <laughs> listener at home, what do you think his name that he chooses for himself is?
3: <laughs> Just anybody. F- ha- wait, let's guess.
2: Oh, okay, no, Kev said, said Frank. He okay. said Frank.
3: What was your guess in your head before it happened? What oh, was, I were you? Was- did you have any thoughts like, "Oh, I want to call Pest Jones this name"?
0: Oh, Dave. I thought it was, yeah, like, uh, Dave. Edgar Dave. or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. Edgar. <laughs> yeah. Edgar. Edgar? Edgar.
3: Edgar.
2: Edgar. Edgar. <laughs> Edgar.
3: I never really Coldy. thought of a name. I just kept thinking, like, oh, I hate pestilence yeah. so I wrote a bit much. that was,
2: like, that he, his name was Dave the whole time.
3: <laughs> and then he actually
2: got a real name. I'm like, shit, it's just as bad.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the name that he comes up with, I, it just is I, it's horrible. I'll, I'll take it,
2: I guess. So he, he co- his name is Victor mm-hmm. because yes. she conquered him, and she's the victor.
3: Well, yeah, and Mic he's dropped. the one who comes up with the name. She said, yeah. what would you like to be called? <laughs> and he says, Victor, and she raises her eyebrows, and she says, I don't know what I was expecting. It's not like Victor is any less appropriate than Bill or Joe. It's just that Victor is really normal and in my head i was like victor isn't normal that's like not a common name and she's like not so very different from conqueror is it then she said just be happy you didn't decide on elmer or wolfgang
2: or ruth or rob
3: yeah (laughs) god oh my god (laughs) Uh, what if he named
2: himself after those people i want to be
0: ruth now but yeah he (laughs) says
3: victor is not so very different from conqueror she laughs at that, she thinks that's funny, and it's Look, like
2: I don't get why he is his name is Victor he just because he's that. the victor of the of his conqueror. no, he
3: said it's not so different than conqueror,
2: yeah, I guess, but pestilence the conqueror yeah he's, Vic- he's a no this is what
3: he says. he says, rather, I am your victor. you see, I came there, to yeah. conquer this land and its and its people, but instead one of its people conquered me,
0: Aww
3: stupid
0: all right so then so then and then
3: sarah's like what happens now because it's it's like in the end like true love wins they found each other and the world is saved yeah and he's like well we can go away or we can hope the world learns to like understand like because i assume if they decide that they're gonna like stay together that everybody's gonna be like who the fuck is this guy he was the horseman he's horrible we all want him dead you know so then they don't really discuss on that too much about where they go next. And then the epilogue is year 10 of the
0: horseman. So like five years later, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden Victor stands up and he's like, oh, oh, oh. She's yeah! like... Is he having a heart
3: attack? Okay, wait. One thing that Tyler said he wasn't sure about that I thought was interesting is like... So it's year 10 of the horseman and... Um, Victor and Sarah are, like, sitting in their living room. He's reading a book. His legs are draped across his lap. She's reading her own book, and she all of a sudden looks up at him, and she's like, what is it? And he, like, uh, all of a sudden gets up, and and she's like, what the heck is going on? And it says he gets up... Oh, it says Sarah gets up. She says, I pretty much have to kick a path through the scattered children's toys to get through him. Mm. So I think that's like the little Uh comment about the fact that like they maybe got married and had kids. Because they they alluded to that earlier and like why would they be kicking a path through scattered children's toys? But they don't (laughs) acknowledge it at all. Like they mentioned earlier in the book that like he wants to marry her, and he asks her, what do you think about children and the fact that they've had unprotected sex, and that's it. So it's like five years later. I assume that means that now they have children.
2: Yikes. Huh. I that don't... was just
3: like literally one short sentence about it, and they don't acknowledge that right. anymore at all. And then Pestilence is like, you may have stopped me all those years ago, Sarah, but I am afraid I cannot stop my brother's. And he said, "The wheel of fate has been set in motion. It still turns without my help. I can feel it." And he said, "My brother is waking." And then the last line of the book is, "Pray for the world, dear Sarah. War, war is coming. War is okay, coming. How I fuck that up? <laughs> war is coming."
1: <laughs> Sarah,
3: and then it the, literally the next thing is like keep a lookout for the next book the war. four horsemen series war Ooh. i'm sorry i hated the ending i thought it was really I mean, like abrupt, abrupt and lame. lame i know that but well, like my
2: favorite part about the ending was the thing about laurel the waffle house um <laughs> where it says that she was found in a forest when she was young and raised by fairies and kidnapped by werewolves and, yeah. and then given Who's over this this is Laura Laura Velociraptor. What? Yeah, she was... <laughs> Where does it
1: say
3: that? At the end That's of the book. That's her biography. Yeah. Oh, it's
2: God. that she was given over to vampires as a repayment for a hundred-year debt.
3: Yeah. So, clearly, she's a fantasy
0: yeah. artist.
2: Or that was her real life. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So, uh, that was that. <laughs> We're done now. She looks We're like
2: done. a pretty normal uh. person. Yeah, she's like, she's like in her 30s. Here.
0: When
3: not writing, Laura Thelociraptor can be found fucking... scarfing down guacamole, hoarding chocolate for the apocalypse, or curled up on the couch with a good book. This she, author she looks like she's young. Like, I imagine that Sarah Burns was Laura Thelociraptor. I mean, look at this photog.
2: Oh, I, I saw it, yeah.
3: Don't you think?
2: She looks like a, an English teacher.
3: This is like, you know, oh, yeah. maybe 23 year old or 24 no, she's year old. She's in like that 30. Picture. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah.
2: She, you can tell she reads Edgar Allan Poe, though.
3: Alright, fine. Whatever. I'm a bad judge of age,
0: but... <laughs> well,
2: let me look it up.
0: Thanks, Laura Raptor, for that. Well, next week we're going to be reading Gone with the Nerd by Vicki Lewis Thompson. Um, And you can follow us on OneHotPod.com. We, we have t-shirts and sweatshirts now. So They're awesome! Yeah, you can, if you are one of the The people that listen to us. (laughs) (laughs) One of the people. Yeah, and like uh our shit. We have some cute stuff that you can order. Um, if you have recommendations, hit us up on the gram more than Twitter probably. (laughs) Yeah, they don't really tweet, I learned. Twitter's
2: (laughs) dead, right? You have to be like famous to use Twitter.
0: Yeah, I don't really use it,
3: but occasionally I check it. And then you, Kelsey's been saying, oh, tweet at us. So I went to tweet at you, and then I realized you but haven't shared re- since the third podcast. of us have been using the Twitter. So. <laughs> so fuck Twitter and just Instagram, Instagram or us. get on your yeah.
0: podcast stuff. All new apps and news are at OneHotPod.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um thank you chel yeah
2: i want to say it sincerely now because i think guys. the last time i said it I yeah. was like thank you i was just in like days mode
3: days mode <laughs> it was really fun yeah. it was really interesting to read and
2: yeah you'll you'll be back probably about, on, uh, i'd love
3: to come back uh, now that i've read one you've I read know
2: a, a what non-romance now
0: we need to read and a i would say this one. really
3: wasn't what i would have considered to be a, a romance novel so you can give me something a little more dirty next time that's okay
0: all right everyone uh it's been a pledge goodbye ciao